Hello, this is my new podcast, My Daily Updates in My Confusing Teen Life, Chapter or Episode 1, The End of 2023. The reason I'm doing this podcast is because I don't want to go to therapy again. I've been thinking about it too much, and I just, it's not for me. I know that people say, try and believe it. Try to, and try, try, try. But I tried so many times. I've been to counselors, counselors at school, psychiatrists, therapists, adults, and teens, medication, all of it. Art therapy, the hospital for behavioral health. It's just not really for me. Or at least sometimes I think it's not. It's pretty difficult with trying to stay on a schedule, especially with my life and probably with people who could relate. So I said, why not make a podcast and just document it? So in the future, if I'm doing well or if not, I could just listen back on this. So the end of 2023. In the three months of the end, October, November, December, it's been pretty rough. When I mean pretty rough is that when my mom passed. Not this year though, like six, seven years ago. On October, it was her birthday. And my uncle had a meltdown because he has really grieved the way he should. You know? Like most people do when they're now the oldest. And I can relate to that because I'm the oldest and I don't want to disappoint. And I feel like you have to be strong for your younger siblings and the rest of your family because you're the oldest and you have the most responsibilities and they expect you to do more. Really? No one really talks about the how to be the oldest child. They talk about middle child because supposedly the middle child is mostly always forgetting. Or forgetful. And they talk about the younger child. Of how they're the sweetest. Or. Get the most loving. But I don't really hear people talking about. The oldest child. Now. For me when you're the oldest child. And you lost your mom. At a very young age. You act like you're. The older mom. Or you act like the mom. Of your younger siblings. Even though your grandma and your aunties and your cousins telling you you don't have to do that, don't do that. You always feel like you have to. It's pretty difficult because I just feel like I have to step up. Now, maybe people get somewhat or can relate to me. This is kind of why I'm making the podcast also. So we could talk about and have questions to talk about anything. I love music. I love anime. Let's talk about those things. I love fan fiction. Yes, I'm one of those people. Um, I don't write it, though, yet. I'm trying to start a book. But anyway, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> so, on those, so when he had that meltdown, my meltdown began again. I've been to the hospital, like I've said, and I know what it's like to be in there and to be out of there 
and feel like you're in a whole new environment. Because when he got out, it was only like a week. So when he got out, he went to live with us. With me, my brothers, and my grandma, who's taking care of us. So we went there. And he got the little bedroom, because we don't have that much room in our like two-apartment house. But when I heard that, my anxiety and depression just skyrocketed like nothing else. Like it had been for the first time. Well, not really the first time. More like the fifth time. But you get what I'm saying or trying to say. So my so I'm spiraling back. See, my thoughts, my suicidal thoughts or harming myself came back and the inner voice try to come back see i know how to do my coping methods and stuff but sometimes when you look at a sharp object a piece of broken glass you always feel like you need to touch it or like at least prick yourself with it just to feel something even though you don't want to really cut because you're really worried that you're gonna spiral up again and then you're turning stress and stress turns anxiety and anxiety turns into more anxiety and depression and keeps on falling down and crashing. But I should really be on mixtape. Okay, I'm sorry. But it's just something new. And then my uncle, his girlfriend, and her child came to live with us from like Virginia and stuff all the way over there to here and it's not you think it'll be smooth sailing because it's your uncle and like it's your fun uncle and you like want to like spend time and crawl at this time and you do you do trust me you do a lot but sometimes get on some nerves like it's just you know, some nerves. And the first time I yelled at him, and it was really crazy to me to think that I yelled. See, I was, well, I have explanation though. Hurry, wait, wait. I have an explanation though. See, I was just so stressed out. And like, I was so stressed out for some reason. And I was taking my new medicine to help with my other medicine of how to take medicine. And there was just a pile of dishes that I couldn't seem to understand and, like, how to focus on them. And then it it was overwhelming. It was so overwhelming that I had to scream. And, honestly, I haven't really screamed since I've talked to my dad because my dad is in and out of my life like no one else's business, honestly. Like, right now. I honestly called my dad for Christmas, but he didn't pick up. I called twice, he didn't pick up. I called a third time, he didn't pick up. Try to text him, he didn't pick up. It's just hard sometimes. Because you already lost one parent at a young age, and now the other parent won't even attend or know your feelings. It's like, I'm the, I have to be in the parent, even though he's the adult, and I'm just a teenager. And it's difficult. It is really difficult. But anyway, so when I so that was the first time I screamed, but 
when I screamed. I was talking on the phone, not real life, face-to-face in person. It's so much different. It's so much different than you would think. Because you feel instant regret. And I felt instant regret on my uncle when I screamed at him because I was just so overwhelmed and so stressed. It turned into anger. Then it turned into regret. Then it turned into anxiety. And now I'm stressed about what I should do. Should I apologize? Should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know what to do. So here we are just having a silent agreement, nodding away. Because he knows what I'm going through. He knows what I've been through. I know what he's going through. I know what he's going through right now. Of how we, this transition going from house to house. And I really have no car to do anything about it. But he's fixing it. Don't worry. He Don't worry. We're on track. We're trying to go to the right movement. Go beyond what we're going to do for the future. Are we going to stay together in the in a household but move into a different house instead of this cramped one that's on two apartment buildings? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But this month, this December, so that's for like October, November, but December, December, it was and still is Right now, a stressful month, like how I mentioned Christmas and my dad, but it's also stressful because I got so sick that I couldn't really get out of bed, and and then my depression just came even worse, and then I had no motivation, and when I have no motivation, I can't really do things like washing dishes. I'm always on my bed listening to music, reading, watching TV, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, but just eating on my bed and can't really feel like getting up. Every time I get up, I have to either throw up. I have to either throw up or I just get headaches and dizzy aches all the time. Like all the time, migraines and dizzy spells that I can't really control every time I got, every time I get up. And so every time I get up and still when I got up and still when I'm getting up, I just feel weak to my bones, like I'm going to crumble any second, and I can't have the energy right now to do anything, but I'm trying to explain, but they can't really see what I'm putting down, feel me? Man, this feels like a rap song, I'm sorry that I'm doing this, but it's just true, and it just feels like every weight Everything is just piling on me, even though it's not piling on me, even though I don't have to worry about it. I'm still worried about it because I don't know what I'm going to do for the future, like what I'm going to be, when, who I'm going to see. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to be all these things, all these things, but like, I'm scared. And I know I don't really have to be scared because I got family who supports me and stuff like that, but I'd be scared too because what I'm going to lose. What if I'm going to lose them next? You know, my biggest fear is being alone. And if I'm alone, I can't really do anything. And the last time I had nightmares, all the nightmares. The last time I had nightmares, I was so alone. I felt, I felt panicking. No one believed me when I told them things that stuff happened. No one believed me. And I had a panic attack right there and then. And then when I woke up, I woke up all sweaty, crying, panic attack. And the other nightmare, I was drowning. I was drowning and I couldn't breathe. It felt like, it felt like 
what's the word? I can't really put it down. But I felt like paralyzed and I couldn't move up, like sleep paralysis. Even though, even though it's not really sleep paralysis, like I'm paralyzed. Like, and I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't breathe. It was like a rock on my chest, like a spirit on my chest that I can't really feel nothing. But I know it's eventually going to be all okay. I just hope that on Sunday, tomorrow, or whatever day it's going to be uploaded, that my New Year's budget revolution, my New Year's revolution, is that I get better and things get better looking up. Because things are looking up right now. Like, I'm doing my G- GDA, trying to get my high school stuff situated. Then I'm going to go to hospitality and culinary management cooking class. I already got enrolled. So it's all perfect and good. But it just still wears me down. It wears me down to the point that I can't breathe. And I don't have energy to do anything. And every time I look at those dishes, <laughs> honestly, I know a lot of people don't like doing dishes, but when I just look at them or something that's just a lot, like cleaning room and everything, I just feel overwhelmed, so overwhelmed to the point I probably, I'll get anxiety attacks. Like, and I feel like I can't really share because they don't know what I'm trying to say. And they don't want to believe me, but I know they will believe me, and I know they will do anything for me. But it's just difficult. It's just difficult to talk about it. That's why I'm talking on this podcast by myself, and I'm pretty sure maybe they can hear me outside of my room, but I don't really know, because sometimes when I yell, they don't really hear me anyway. Like, I swear, I can hear them from outside my room when my door closed, but they can't hear me. Like, honestly. It's kind of confusing, not gonna lie. It's like thin walls but thick doors, I guess. So, that's it. (laughs) Really. It's just been a tough couple months. Like, now I'm on anxiety and depression medication to the point where even... Adults barely have the dose I'm on. Like, I'm on 20 max dose. That's the max. Even some most adults don't even have that. And then on top of that, I'm, I take this new pill that's supposed to help with the anxiety calm down. It did for a second, but then, ooh, stuff started crashing down. Like, that gave me my nightmare induced because with the side effects. That induced my nightmare and anxiety even more, even though it was not supposed to. And, like, honestly, when I first tried it, I was so freaked out. Like, so freaked out. Because it calmed me. And I wasn't used to calming down. Like, my heart, my heartbeat was slowing down. Like, it calmed me. And I was so scared about how that calmed me. But... That's my 2023, I guess. And I'm excited for what 2024 is supposed to be big. Everybody wants 2024 already. It's supposed to be big. So 
that's the end of the first episode, I guess. The end of 2023. Happy New Year's and goodbye.